Hello everyone and welcome to Charmed by Bravo, the brand new name for Charmed I'm sure, a Bravo podcast hosted by Catherine, that's me, and Yvette, that's her. Um, That is me, hello. We are in bed in a hotel room in New York. Yeah, I mean, basically, Catherine had to fly to New York specifically to be close to Montauk so we could start Summer House together. That's the reason for this whole trip. But we are starting to... <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I just needed to be as close to the Hamptons as humanly possible. Um, so And it's my birthday. And it is Yvette's birthday tomorrow. So we're doing a bit of an experiment today. We are going to cover the season premiere of Summer House we are going to talk about rather than recap as you've expected from southern charm and vanderpump rules we're going to talk about some of the main things that happened our thoughts things we found funny things we think are going to be a thing and we will get vanderpump rules out it was recorded a bit ago but obviously because we've been traveling it's not out yet it will come out but this is going to be an experiment in us not editing anything and just recording it and throwing it right out there oh my guys. god this is Yvette and Catherine unplugged good luck to you all and good luck to us bonne chance let's see how we get on so we are on <clears throat> summer house we're on season eight episode one yeah so do we even know the title I don't I didn't even check the title that's terrible gosh we've stuck such a great start such a great start sorry y'all but, look up the title if you care nobody cares <laughs> nobody cares um, <laughs> but it is 4th of July weekend so we know that much it is and um we each wrote down five things because I bloody love a list and <laughs> so, a list. I love a list so this is our top 10 thoughts about summer house if anyone cares the title is declaration of core dependence Amen. Okay. So my first thought, are you ready for it? I'm so ready. Okay. So my first thought is the following. There is absolutely no way that the world could have managed a whole lifetime of babe and babes. I had forgotten about people like babe, 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 babe. Exactly. And so it is so sad the way everything went down with um carl and Lindsay, but i was reminded when i was re-traumatized by them calling each other babe multiple times that they had to break up it was like a cosmic thing the universe could not have continued (laughs) with them going around saying babe babes like civilizations would have collapsed being around that so that's my first thought it's so sad that that happened but come on y'all they never should have been together. That's my thought. Um, no, I've always thought with Carl and Lindsay. So I've got a Carl and Lindsay thought, which links directly into this. I totally agree. The world does not need any more. Babe, 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 babe. <laughs> no one needs it. But I also thought it was beyond hilarious. That's the first thing the editors did with Carl and Lindsay was put in the babe, 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 babe thing. But my thought about it was, so what, you got the babe, 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 babe stuff. And then basically Lindsay going effectively I am doing all of this wedding stuff by myself and you just see her doing it all and Carl working out and I thought that was really great on the editor's part is that what they're effectively telling us is Carl isn't into this right and that Lindsay was like it's his wedding too meanwhile she's like um I'm sorry was that a senior stylist or a master stylist that's gonna do my hair practice up to Like, Carl gives a flying flip about that. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's just, it's going to be an interesting one, but I think that we we kind of knew, I always got the impression with Carl and Lindsay, is that they both felt the need to settle down, and it was like, 
the most appropriate person around. Yeah. That's how I feel. I do feel like lives are being saved by them not being together, calling each other babe. It's sad, but true. 100% agree. Also, before we move on from Carl and Lindsay, lol, to Lindsay wandering around fucking Washington, D.C. in a Stars and Stripe crop top and bike shot. My <laughs> God. Like, if you're going to do that, like, Washington, D.C. is the place to do it, isn't it? My God. I was actually... It just made me laugh so much. We watched, so appropriate, Lindsay. We watched this together last night, like, the first part of it, and I was going to steal your quote as one of my five things because one of Catherine's, her actual words were like, these are not serious people. <laughs> I was like, yeah, they don't even need to be like near government. I stole that from succession, but they are not serious people. <laughs> um, so my thought, and I know, I wonder if you've written this down as well, is Amanda and Kyle. This is going to be a thing. It's going to be... Oh, a- Amanda and Kyle. Yes. I thought you said Mandarin Kyle. I was like, what? <laughs> oh, sorry. But I think that this is going to be a season of grown-up relationship issues which i'm not sure if i'm here for that's not what i watched summer house for but i thought it was quite interesting i think they are in two completely different places i actually don't think either of them are particularly right or wrong amanda's always been super whingy and she continues to be so but they don't seem to be able to have an adult conversation when amanda bitched kyle out in front of west and danielle and it was so awkward and the thing is do you know when you're like looking at it and you're like amanda almost seems in the wrong because she's so whingy and whiny if that makes sense and kyle's sort of saying but i am trying my best to make as much money as possible to work as much as i can so that we've got a comfortable rest of our life which is i think valid but Amanda's point is, but you're not here, which is also valid. But they can't have the conversation because she's whinging at him and he's just going, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they can't communicate effectively as well. That, yeah, so that was basically one of mine because I just wrote down, Kyle and Amanda actually might hate each other and he definitely chose a banana over her to hang out with. But again, <laughs> I don't think Amanda's wrong. I want to say this. I don't want to make it out like Amanda, like Kyle's just this cool guy and Amanda's like this whinging shrew. She massively has a whingy side of her, like, you know, oh, Kyle. Yeah. But they have both got their points and they just don't seem to be able to communicate. And then he has this conversation with Paige where he tells her everything about the way he feels and she goes back and tells Amanda. Um, it's basically like sixth grade summer camp. Like he can't tell his own wife and like she can't tell him privately and he can't tell her so he talks to Paige so well yeah and he said and Paige says that he rings her all the time to talk to her about it but actually what he says is that he feels shut down and he's really scared about about like that he doesn't feel that they can have children and things like that together because he just feels like Amanda shuts him down and we kind of did see it yeah we kind of did but like y'all get it together now before you well go to fucking therapy all they need to do is learn to communicate with each other they well, just no, can't do pa- it Paige is their therapy <laughs> I'd pay her for therapy so <laughs> let's get into that gets into my number two item oh. which is that I fully support Paige telling chicken if you don't know chicken is Craig I fully support Paige telling sweet little baby chicken that buying a racehorse is the actual dumbest idea he's ever had. I support that. I would be saying the same thing. No, 
Craig Conover does not need to be buying a racehorse or a this soccer was team. so funny to me. Um, and she's like, he watched Wrexham once, and now he thinks he's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm trying out here trying to do my best Blake Lively. <laughs> so yeah, I do think that people have their thoughts on Paige and Craig, and there are people that think Paige is super mean to Craig. My personal belief, which was illustrated here, is that. I think they deeply love each other. I think that the way they operate works for them. I think that he knows when she is being cheeky and facetious, but like a little bit serious because you can't let your man just run wild. I'm you sorry. You can't just let your man buy a race horse. No, and I fully it support. It's a, a dumb decision. It's a dumb decision, and I do love that Paige um, will tell him that. But I also love, she loves him. People think she doesn't, but I think she does. And um, this is sort of a second thing, but the fact that he like cared what she had for breakfast and like asked her about her like chicken is such a cute man i just love him he is such a cute man also whenever she does in her um, confessional where she says i've been looking after him for two years (laughs) most men if we have um if we do have any um straight male listeners hi welcome (laughs) (laughs) you are few and far between but um y'all i'm so sorry but like y'all do need women to kind of help take care of you with your silliness. You need it. Don't like, buy a racehorse. Don't there go buy racehorses. So only Sutton from Beverly Hills can buy a racehorse right. because she is literally that rich. But no, you're not buying a racehorse, and you're definitely not buying an English football team. Yeah, that's very stupid as well. It is. So, so go Paige. Thank God for Paige to um, put her foot down because, as she says, I'm not marrying a broke man. Fair enough. Amen. All right, what's your number two thing? So I did have Craig and Paige in there. So I am going to bring up the lols of, well, the general conversation that happens in the house this episode is about how lovely and chill and how great the vibe is. Um, And no one explicitly says it's because Carl and Lindsay aren't there. But Paige and Sierra have a, a conversation in bed where they say that this is really, really lovely and it's so nice and everyone's just getting along. And then Gabby, happily on the phone to FaceTime to Carla Lindsay going, it, it's just so lovely. It's so nice. Like, everybody's here. <laughs> and Carla and Lindsay are like, except us. And she's like, oh yeah, except us. She is completely oblivious to the fact that she's basically saying, it's really, really nice without you guys. Here. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay. So we are going to have a lot of overlap because that was also one of my things. And you know what i just realized we don't i don't I, we're, i'm not even going to say the numbers of the things because i've already messed it up but because i think i've said mine as number two but it was number three i said the same thing basically that gabby does not know how to interact with humans and this <laughs> her saying like oh my god it's like nobody's even missing and Lindsay's like um we're missing it's that is <laughs> that is this year's equivalent of when she told that really hot man Jared Gerard whatever his name was that he was like a psychopath for his star sign. Remember that? Yes, that he is, was a cancer as well, which was deeply offensive. Oh yeah, you saying. Gabby so offended you and all cancer star sign people. But that is like that is what she does apparently. Every beginning of Summer House, she proves that she just deeply offends people willy nilly because she can't. It read the room <laughs> made me laugh so much she goes she says something like who's missing nobody <laughs> and Lindsay's like accept us and she's like well yeah accept accept you and then she keeps on going and she's like it's just the vibes are really really good completely oblivious completely amazing thank you so much Gabby for your services yep I support Gabby's um oblivious bluntness with her feelings but this is the point though that 
Carl and Lindsay do bring a vibe to the house and have done for the past couple of years that people haven't really enjoyed. There's been a lot of fighting around them and with them. Right. Um, Kyle was fighting with Carl. Lindsay was fighting with Danielle. There was sort of like interactions with Amanda, Paige, all of it not very nice. And they're not there and everyone's getting on. Right. And like that's the other thing is when you think about who else is what the difference is from last year is no, we don't have Sam and we don't have, you know, cringy Chris. Well, and we, Chris, oh yeah, he's such a miss, and, isn't he? Right. Jesus. And we don't have Maya, but again, again not a miss. Right. In those, the nicest possible way, none of them are a miss. But those are not the three people that were making, there was no tension last year with them. So clearly, like when Lindsay hears this, it's not because they're missing that it's it's more comfortable. It's because Carl and Lindsay are prancing around DC in bizarre America bike shorts. That's why the house has a better vibe. So Yes. I indeed. completely agree. Okay. My next thing is that Jesse Solomon is giving Pete Davidson but hotter and taller vibes. No, Pete Davidson's ridiculously tall, isn't he? Uh, maybe he is. Because Sierra's going on about Jesse being about 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, Pete Davidson's about that tall. Oh, okay. So let me... I don't re- even care. I can't believe I've just jumped in on the defense of Pete Davidson. Here. I know, because that was also like, we're not editing this, and that was my thing. So now I've got to like, okay, <laughs> let me rephrase that. He is giving Pete Davidson, because his mouth is like his whole face, and he is giving Pete Davidson vibes equally tall, and they think he is so cool that he gets his own cheers. They're like, Jesse Solomon! Well, they all cheers. just refer to him as Jesse Solomon, Jesse Solomon, Jesse Solomon, don't they? Like, Does Jesse? And they were kind of really impressed with West's name as well. West, um... West something Wilson, I can't remember. I don't West know something Wilson and Jesse Solomon. I very tired when I watched that bit. So these new men... Yeah. Okay, so here's my other thought, which we'll just weave into this. But I was about to say that I'm... Like, when we started this last night, I said, I'm too tired to get to know new people. I don't want to. But I'm going to revise that because the conversation... After the women had known these men for about 12 minutes, they're already comparing West and Jesse based on their sexual prowess. And like that so is so funny that conversation. That is how they were evaluating them as humans and it like I kind of feel like they were spot on cuz they were like Jesse might be taller and hotter but Wes has more swag. And what did they say about So the- they said that Jesse Jesse humps and West fucks. Oh. <laughs> and they said something like um West West would know if you'd come. Um Jesse would ask you. And then Amanda just says something like, and Kai will have just come. (laughs) (laughs) And it was just funny because these are the kind of conversations that women have. And it It was was just a funny conversation. It was funny. And like, I kind of like when they showed the editors again, thank God for the editors, because they then were like showing, even though he's really insecure about being short, they showed West like having some like swag with the ladies and twirling them around and then they showed jesse just being like goofy pete davidson and like relying uniquely on his hot i am hoping that jesse isn't going to turn out to be another chris like just kind of good looking but massively crackless do you think he's going to be a little like is he going to give Corey vibes no one gives Corey vibes Corey is awful like i'm not <laughs> like I I wonder if Bravo are now done with him because obviously Winterhouse he he was awful in Winterhouse he wasn't great in Summerhouse last year 
like and I th- I wonder if Bravo are done with him and there's also you know, been other things outside oh, of the show oh here's the other thing no this is when Bravo should have been done with him is when he showed up to BravoCon wearing a crop top oh my with God, his like tuxedo that was actually no that was the worst thing he's ever done like I'll put up a shot of it if you don't know what I'm talking about. That was actually his most offensive move was the BravoCon crop top. No, it, no. It really riled me up. I know we're going off on a little bit of oh. a one, but it really, really riled me up in Winter House, which I'm sorry was a dud of a season. Season three was a dud of a season and now it's on pause. Like never has a TV show missed Austin Crom and his absolute messiness mark, to be perfectly honest, because he like he just bought the mess to Winter House both season one and two but that um like the way that he speaks to and treats women and then sam comes in and blames the other women because that's what Corey has told a horrible horrible behavior um and also i know it's my understanding and i chose not to look into it too much because it would have just upset me that he's like liked or shared some transphobic shit outside of the shows which sorry no we don't need Corey. And actually, we do not need Corey. Also, he's not that entertaining. He's just a horrible fuckboy. And not like, at least with Austin, with his fuckboyism, there's a lot of like fun that goes along with that to a certain extent. And like, it helps move the show forward. Corey's just awful. And so congrats to our, you know, I mean, even though we're now charmed by Bravo, like we're still going to have some like, Southern charm is still our like heart and soul. Yes. And so congrats to our Austin Kroll for winning, um, Biggest fuckboy on watch, on watch what crap golden crappy. Yes, yeah, you know. Congratulations, congrats babe. to Austin. Congrats, babe, babe, babes. Austin and Craig, we are going to y'all's restaurant tomorrow night for my yeah. birthday. We're going to Carriage House, and so I'm so proud that one of our charm boys won an award. <laughs> if you don't know, I'm not sure how we'd feel about. No, he would it. hate it. He would get so riled up and he'd get so defensive. But we are proud of you. Um, because we need our charmers on the map. And if you don't know what the Golden Crappies are, it's the Watch What Crappins um, annual awards. And it's actually a very serious award show. It's great. Go back and, and you can see, if you go and look on their Instagram or Facebook, you can see all the winners. Um, Salt Lake City won Best Bravo Show of the Year. Um, and it was a good one. Right, we need to get back to Summer House. Yeah, I think... Just a lovely Bravo roundup for you there, everyone. It's time for your... Perhaps last thoughts? Yeah, because it is my last thought. So yep. it's linked directly to what we were just talking about, which was West and Jesse, but um, linked to Sierra. So Sierra seems quite interested in West, which I thought was a interesting choice for her because she doesn't normally go in with people so quickly because they were all joking because she helped him cook. And they were all sat around like Paige and Amanda and Gabby were all like, Sierra's cooking seriously (laughs) and then Jesse comes in and Sierra sort of is like well he's more my type but I think that she does like West and I was like that's interesting for Sierra and I do wonder if she's like shit I need a storyline actually if I'm going to be honest because she I like Sierra I think she's great but she actually doesn't really do all that much I feel like her main role right like as we've seen her in Summer House and on Winter House is like She's a gorgeous girl that gorgeous. that every guy, when they walk into that house, they zero in on Sierra, right? So Austin Kroll did it. Cringy Chris did. Oh my God, remember when he kissed her foot last year? I felt <gasps> so bad for her. Yeah. But well, that was a dare though. Yeah, um, it was a dare, but still. Not that I'm sticking But I feel like she needs more of a storyline than um, just being the hot model slash former nurse that men like. So 
you know, maybe she... And you don't get the storylines you need with a guy like what we think Jesse's going to be, but we don't know. I was worried when she put sparkles into West's beard. I'm like, is that... Are you friend-zoned if a woman adds glitter sparkles to your blonde mustache? That's, I said beard. I meant mustache. That's a, a really good question. One that I've never had a chance to contemplate in a deep philosophical manner but in now, my life. But now I have. And I'm going to say in this situation, no. Okay. I think it was flirty of her. Okay, flirty. Because when I saw it, I'm like, oh my God, West, you've been friend zoned. She is coming sparkles into your mustache. Which the mustache, I'm sorry, this is not an official thought because it, I've exceeded my list. But I'm going to say that I think, why do these men feel like they can just run around with mullets and rogue blonde mustaches? Because I think that it's like that thing that it's like, my personality is mustache or my personality is mullet. Do you not think though? That's what I think. And I'm <laughs> sorry. I just like, I would edit this out, but I just sort of like slobbered all over myself laughing. But I feel like. My personality <laughs> is mustache. <laughs> my, my personality is 80s mullet and my personality is 80s mustache. And I feel like they're both blonde West and what's his name? Kyle. Kyle. <laughs> Kyle. What's his name? The guy I've talked about for years um, on this, on these podcasts, but they are like matchy matchy with their out of style and they're trying to make it in style. It's just so weird. I will just say though, I do think West has got more personality than most other newbies we have seen. Oh my God. He's house. miles better than Chris and way better than I mean, Corey. But that's like, I mean, in terms of actually parameters for, there's not really a parameter know, for comparison. Who else do there, we have? No, that's what I'm saying oh. is that he, if you think about, and I'm including the women in this really is that <gasps> West seems more capable of bringing it and doing something yeah. within this season of Summer House. So actually I'm not like, I'm not mad at it. If Jesse turns out to be another Chris, you know, nice but dim, doesn't really do anything, just hangs around and is muscly. Um, although having said that, Jesse is a trained, advanced jazz singer, oh. which I thought was hilarious. Yeah, how did you feel? And they were so impressed. The girls were so impressed. I was like, right, okay. They were falling all over themselves for that. But okay, a hot, muscly, tall man that can sing jazz, like it's kind of a hard sell. Like it's, you know... What okay. did you think of his little sample? Well, I, he can definitely sing jazz. <laughs> <laughs> Based on that 12-second sample that Wait, he sang. Wait, she sang about barbecue sauce. He, he did. Based off of his aria on barbecue sauce, it was so good. Was so good. So, oh my gosh, like how efficient we were. We were so concise, everyone. Um, this is um, so new for us. Let us know what so. you think. Exactly. Unless and it's mean. Then don't, then just be yeah, really... Don't, yeah, it, keep it to yourself if it's mean. <laughs> But um, I will say, you'll hear when Vanderpump Rules Rule com comes out, we, we're struggling a little bit with it. And I think that a lot of people viewing it are, um, we've had messages from people saying that it's 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 a bit much, actually. It's depressing, let's just say it. Yeah, it's depressing and we're fine. It's quite difficult to sort of like have laughs about it at the moment. And um, whereas Summer House might be a bit more laugh filled. So if you think that you would prefer us to switch this format over in that we do deeper Summer House recaps and then do something a bit more like this with Vanderpump Rules, do let us know. Or maybe you like because Summer House is so light and fluffy. Maybe you like this because yeah, maybe again, you like a light and do fluffy. We, because do we really need to deeply analyze everybody's commentary in fucking Summer House? <laughs> 
No, no, we do not. But I tell you what, I will, the one thing I will say is when we get to the very end, we probably will do full recaps with the Carl and Lindsay stuff because we'll probably want to talk about it in a lot more Because we can't contain ourselves. We can't yeah. contain ourselves. And I think that's going to be crazy and everyone's going to have an opinion. And um, yeah, but I do wonder with Summer House, it's, it started off well, definitely better than last season's beginning. Um, is that this is almost going to be, I, I've said this before, that a lot of the Bravo shows, like Beverly Hills, um, Southern Charm to a certain extent, but it did all happen before Scandal, is that every, all of these Bravo shows are trying to create their own Scandal. <sighs> um, and I do wonder, actually, the backlash of that is that you get like season 11 of Vanderpump Rules where everyone's just like, it's, it's bumming us out, man. Yeah, we're getting a little bummed, but we are about to go um, perk ourselves up um, we are, let's go to Central Park now. We're going to go to Central Park. We might have a cocktail. We might eat a giant soft pretzel. Follow Ooh, us I want a pretzel, yes. yes. Follow us on Instagram and we'll put lots of stuff over there. You can get that in our episode description. But literally, this is, we're going to upload this about 10 minutes after we've recorded it. Let us know what you think, thoughts, feelings, but only if they're nice, everyone, as you know. Don't bring us down. Don't bring don't us down. Don't run No, go give us a cheeky five star if you love us the most. And if you don't, send us a private email. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because otherwise, um, I cry. Yes, so Vanderpump will be out really, really soon. Again, sorry about the delay on that. But we're on holiday. We're on holiday, guys. We are on a full holiday. Full holiday. <laughs> so do let us know what you think of this. You can get in touch with us, as I've said, on Instagram TikTok sometimes sometimes <laughs> and email and we will see you very very soon thank you so much for listening and goodbye goodbye